Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. video we're going to go a bit further into leaky gut syndrome now we're going to have a look at how do you know you've got leaky gut syndrome what are some of the conditions uh, that are basically there if you've got this condition okay how you know it I've written a few points down here I'll just go over these so um, to begin with you will have most probably digestive issues like gas bloating irritable bowel syndrome diarrhea or constipation so you will have had these uh, quite possibly for months or even years. You may have gone to different practitioners trying to resolve this condition. You may have treated with uh, you know, all kinds of laxatives or things like aloe vera. Uh, you could have been given you know, uh, probiotics. You could have been given antifungals, all sorts of things you would have been given. Your doctor may have just given you uh, an antibiotic, which would have made it a lot worse, in fact. So generally, with leaky gut, you will have had some kind of ongoing gut problem. Seasonal allergies or asthma. So many people with leaky gut syndrome, in fact, have got a challenged immune system because the brush border, uh, as I mentioned in a previous video, you know, um, and the, the boundaries there are broken down. So things that are occurring inside your small gut, in fact, can transmigrate into the bloodstream and challenge the immune system. This upregulates your immune system and makes it on red alert. This makes you much more prone to having hypersensitivities or allergies of all kinds. So seasonal allergies. You know, you'll think, oh my goodness, spring's here again. Those pine trees are causing me a problem. You know, or, you know, there could be something flowering in your district at a certain time of year. It's playing up on you all the time. So I don't treat allergies anymore. I treat the gut. I find it a waste of time giving people quercetin, vitamin C, nasal sprays, all this junk. I don't do that anymore. I treat the digestive system for allergies. And generally, the allergies go away by their own accord. These people will often have an upregulated secretory IgA. So when we do a blood test, we find really high IgA levels. And these are the people that react to everything. Look at the hyperreactors. So don't treat the immune system, treat the gut. Because we know that about 60% of the immune system resides in the small intestine anyway. So if we heal that, we're going to have a big chance of healing the immune system. Common sense? Common sense to me. Hormonal imbalances, like premenstrual syndrome, even polycystic ovarian syndrome. So how can hormonal imbalances occur as a result of leaky gut syndrome? That's a good question. There are many underlying mechanisms that can really throw this out. There is estimated to be close to 200 hormones in the body. And we know that the hormones are regulated through a very complex process, okay, through autonomic nervous system function. So this is the automatic nervous system that controls the body to a, you know, to a huge degree. We've got the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and the enteric nervous system. The enteric is the gut. So the digestive system, in fact, interfaces with the brain. They talk. We call the gut the second brain. It's remarkable. So we know that if your gut is not functioning properly, that your endocrine system won't function properly. Many people with a disordered digestive system have got adrenal problems, thyroid problems, ovarian problems, hypothalamic problems, pituitary problems, sleep problems. It goes on and on and on. So the point I'm making is if your gut is not working properly, your hormone system won't work properly. I can't go into this video on the underlying biochemical mechanisms, but we could do a three-hour video on that alone. It's pretty complex, but believe me, if you've got a really upset digestive system, there's a big chance you'll have an upset hormone system. 
Diagnosis of autoimmune diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, lupus, psoriasis, celiac disease. I specialize also in psoriasis, and I, through research I found out through the Psoriasis Foundation that up to three quarters of people with psoriasis have got candida yeast infections and SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. People with rheumatoid arthritis, in the 1930s they knew in, in England that people had digestive problems with rheumatoid arthritis. It's incredible. They, you know, they, they would look for these hidden infections in people, and often there'd be infections in the gut that needed treating. So autoimmune diseases, uh, there's about 180 autoimmune diseases so far. And these are conditions of unknown etiology or no known cause. There's always a cause. Things don't happen per chance. If your gut is leaky, remember, you're going to have a big problem with your immune system. If your immune system is not happy for a long, long time, it's going to turn on itself. It's going to start attacking different tissues in the body, whether it's the thyroid, whether it's the skin, whether it's the joints. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to work that one out. With a very poor, weak-functioning immune system, you're going to have a very poor, weak-functioning human being. So to heal the immune system, we have to heal the gut. End of. <clears throat> this diagnosis of chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia. Most people with chronic fatigue or fibro have got adrenal and thyroid problems. Go and look up Dr. John Lowe's book, The Metabolic Treatment of Fibromyalgia. It's all about thyroid dysfunction. We know through Dr. Wilson's work that chronic fatigue syndrome is another word for adrenal fatigue or hypothalamic pituitary axis dysfunction, so stress axis dysfunction. Chronic fatigue syndrome people are often people who overdo things. They're perfectionists. They push themselves hard. They often end up with latent viral conditions. They have destroyed immune functions by the time they get to their mid, mid to late 20s. So remember, we talked about immune function again. We talked about thyroid function again. We talked about the gut again. Right? Mood and mind issues like depression, ADHD, ADD, anxiety, autistic spectrum conditions, all of these conditions, again, treat the gut. We talked about the enteric nervous system. We talked about the gut regulating the brain and the brain regulating the gut. With a healthy functioning gut, we're going to have a healthy functioning mood and cognitive function. Skin issues like acne, acne rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, many skin conditions are gut conditions. Experts in skin don't treat the skin, they treat the gut. You're going to have a look at a lot of good websites, you'll find that to be true. Dr. John Pagano from New Jersey, uh, one of the world authorities on psoriasis, in his excellent book called Healing Psoriasis, Always spoke about healing the digestive system before you even look at the skin. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Treat the core and then the rest will follow suit. Diagnosis of candida yeast infection. Anybody with a candida yeast infection has got leaky gut syndrome. Anybody. And I've worked that one out through my nearly 30 years of working with patients with yeast infections. How do I know that? I know that through... The well over 2,000 stool tests I've done now, well over 2,000, it's probably close to 3,000 stool tests, including a lot of tests to determine intestinal permeability, the lactulose mannitol test. In the early days, I did a lot of breath testing, and I found that these tests basically all pointed to one thing, that the patient had leaky gut syndrome, and food allergies or food intolerances. Well, we cover that really in the seasonal allergies, so anybody really with recurring allergies needs to get their gut fixed up. Many of these patients have got a history of antibiotic taking. You've got allergies. So if you're watching this and you've got an allergy, ask yourself the question, did I take an antibiotic last year or the year before? Was I on tetracycline for six months or two years because of acne treatment? Did I get antibiotics when I was in hospital? 
So if you did and you develop conditions after, there's no doubt there'll be a link between them both. I hope this video has been of some use to you today. Thanks for tuning in.